I can be back. A, I don't know. I can I can get a little bit closer. Oh, oh God. He's in the Please table. Please get that close. <laughs> Please don't put it in your butt. Welcome to Well Be. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just because you're feeling a little strange. Hello, I'm Theo. I'm an editor, um, a director, and a uh, artist. That's what I am. I'm Josh. I'm a graphic and motion designer, video editor, and on, just too many things right now, honestly. You got the multi hat on. Yeah, yeah I got the, the multi multi hat on right now. And I'm Andy. I'm a writer, producer, uh, creator, and looks like everything's on strike for me, so... Oh yeah, yeah. We got That's the writer strike and, and, and the, SAG, the, the just, SAG strike. Yeah, just, just announced. Yeah. I think the, so we, the, DJ, the directors guild was gonna go on strike, and then they were just like, "Nah, we came to it. We came to a deal. It's fine." This is everybody. Now all the others are all pissed at him. They're like, "How dare you not stand in solidarity with us, you assholes!" Oh, God man. damn, that's ridiculous, dude. Um, well, at least, at least something's going right for one of the guilds. Um, yeah, you know, they got that going for them. Yep. One guild. One guild out of, uh, four? Because there's a producer's guild as well? Yeah. The PGA, oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure when their contract is up and all that stuff to negotiate. We got SAG, we got writers. It's a whole thing. It's it's pretty neat. Um, we'll see how that goes. It'll be a long summer. It's gonna be uh good thing all the movie all this summer's movies are done. Next summer is gonna be uh oof. Yeah. Next summer is gonna struggle. It's yeah. just gonna do flash two, flash three. <laughs> we'll see. What's what's not, I, what's not IGN gave it a seven along with Rise of the Beast. So and they're like these okay. are great. But they said they were both really good movies, but they're just like seven. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know. I think it's like um, it's kind of like the way they classify like comic book movies now is like I think everybody's kind of sick of it. So they're just like, yeah, nah, this isn't really like film anymore. Or they're just like popcorn movies. So like we can't judge them on the same metrics as like yeah, it's too much film CG. anymore. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, just, it's just not. Yeah. I think too is like they just don't put in the same effort anymore for the comic yeah comic book movies and yeah, stuff. Like some people do, but most of the time they don't. I just think everyone showed up for Guardians of the Galaxy, and and then I, I just think everything else is kind of just check out on. Yeah, you know? it's like I think Guardians is going to be the the outlier in this case because it's everybody showing up for the finale. They loved the pursuit and they wanted to see how it ends. Like they wanted to see how those characters go out. And then um, Spider-Verse is also kind of, is doing pretty well. Like it's, um, as far as anime movie goes, it's not outpacing Mario Brothers, which is like, wow. I guess to be expected. That's expected. But it's yeah. like, but it's, it's still like, it's still doing really well for itself. It's still making, you know, bank, but it's such a, I, I barely even counted as a com uh, comic book movie because it's so, in a class of its own it's in a class of its own it's kind of by itself it's like yeah. you can't really count it like that so they have a good balance so at times to do things for it like oh the last one was really good i feel like they have a lot of mentions for stuff so it's it's pretty cool to to, to watch yeah without well, giving spoilers out let's, let's get into some stuff right now let's let's get into our uh, uh sparks of inspirations for the week uh I'm going to take it away this time because I never take it away first. I'm going to say fucking across the Spider-Verse. Uh, no, it's into the Spider-Verse, right? No, it's across, right? Yeah, yeah it's across, across the Spider-Verse. Spider across, across the Spider-Verse Spider is, is my jam for this week. That movie, that animation was firing on all pistons. The 
oh, they just did so much, so much beautiful stuff with that animation. They were really pushing everything they possibly could on that. And uh, just seeing it all that and all the characters come to life and and just the way they they brought it together. I won't say it's as strong as Into the Spider-Verse, because uh, that one is just, oh, God, just just beautiful front to back. Um, but uh dealing with a dog while I'm recording it's great. Uh, but I will say that this one is definitely an evolution, and I can't wait to see where beyond the Spider-Verse goes. Nice. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go right, piggyback off that one. Um that's quicker. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, the the mine's also the same as Theo's across the Spider-Verse. It was a movie I wish I saw in 3D. Maybe even do the 4DX experience because it seems like didn't come out in 3D. I did, did the 4DX it? and it, there oh. was no 3D glasses. Oh, yeah. Seems like that's like made for it. Like all right. the shots, the like colors, and right. But no, they mistake. They goofed up. Yeah, the 4DX is. I I don't think I'm gonna go back to 4DX. Was it too crazy of a ride? Yeah, I just I'm because you're sitting there and you're like, oh, this is really emotional, and the seats are just kind of chill, and then you're like going to the action, like, oh god! But then the way they do their action in this movie is it's really story driven. So yeah, so uh, it, it was kind of hard to concentrate. Oh, makes sense. Okay, well then I won't do the 4D experience then. I love it's that this dog. is what we're doing. I, we have. <laughs> A real quick aside, Andy was so nice to buy some new podcast equipment. Like, it's beautiful. We have this new setup. Like, it took us forever to figure it out. We couldn't do it on Mac because Mac is going on. And, uh, you know, the sound is just, it's its magnificent. And now we just got... Nice. All right. All right. As you were, Andy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it was good story. The Easter egg in it was really cool to watch. Definitely probably like a second experience or view to watch it to um, catch more of the Easter eggs or YouTube it. It was, it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. I like the story and I'm excited for, for the future of it. And I heard it's the live action is being greenlit. I guess after everything strikes, but I heard it's supposed to be a live action too. With Miles yeah. Morales? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Is however, that be... however, no. To answer your question, no. It's like no fully what? produced. It's fully produced by Amy Pascal. Kevin Feige's not involved. Yeah. It's a Sony. Okay, okay so it's like it's Sony's own. It's yeah, Sony's no, own no more Miles Morales. There. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah his own role. Okay. Yeah. But then on know, top if, of that. If, on top of that, like, there's also like, oh, Miles Morales is going to be in like Spider-Man Four with Tom Holland because, like, that's who Tom Holland. That's what Tom Holland wants, you know. And it's like, yeah, he wants to pass on to to Spider-Man. Yep. So things are. I mean, Miles Morales. Miles, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wants to pass Spider-Man on to Spider-Man. <laughs> no, so I feel like things are about to get confusing. So. Also, I yeah. read something really interesting, and it's like it's a. Uh, I read that in like ten years, there's gonna be like kids that don't even know Peter Parker's like was Spider Man. You oh, think yeah. they're gonna phase yeah. out? They're phasing out Peter Parker completely for a well, while. My, Miles is already the Spider Man for the most part yeah, in the comics. Of, yeah, I think a lot of kids are more with him, his style, his look. Yeah, the Jordans. Yeah, that's wild. And like so every, then, everything that Miles gets is like better quality. All of his movies are better. His games better. Yeah. Like his like comics are better. Like just, I mean, I'm excited for Spider Man Two though to come out. Like I saw a little teaser trailer for that. Oh, the game! Hell yeah, yeah. the game. That looks cool. I started replaying the Spider Man One game. So good. Nice. Um, yeah, man. That's that's mouse well, phasing Spider Man is Peter Parker out. It's kind of like though, but you know, in comics, it's going to go in waves. It's like how Hal Jordan wasn't Green Lantern forever, and no one preferred Hal Jordan until everyone was just like, "We want Hal Jordan back." You know, same with Wally West and Barry Allen. I am well. Ba Barry Allen was like, honestly, nobody wanted Barry Allen back. The joke was that, like, the joke was the only two people in comics to stay dead are Uncle Ben and Barry Allen. And like Jeff Johns was just like, fuck that shit. I'm going to bring Barry Allen back just to like <laughs> fuck with people. 
and like it's now you know barry is the flash like he's like he's the one everybody knows again it's like i don't know it's just crazy i think think marvel will kind of handle it that way well okay let's let's not let's not dive off too far yeah so john what was was your what was your spark for the week uh, all right, so we went to the movies last night, another movie for me, um, and we saw the last showing of Shin Kamen Rider, which is the fourth and final movie in the, <laughs> I love saying this, the Shin Jump Heroes universe, which uh, <laughs> is all, like, if, if you don't know, the creator of Evangelion, Hideaki Anno, he's, like, super, like, super otaku, like, grew up, like, with, like, Ultraman and like Super Sentai and Kamen Rider and like Godzilla and stuff. And he's been basically just like on like a mission. He's like, he's been on like a mission basically because his company, Studio Kara, got the rights to like make his own Ultraman movie, his own Kamen Rider, his own Godzilla. And he's made all of these super dark, super violent, really crazy, um, just like his own versions of all these characters. And they're all based on the like the original stories, but they're all super violent. Like Shin Kamen Rider is the fourth and final one. We watched it, and it was like crazy. Like he's this like he's like this in he's an insect human hybrid. He was like an augment of a grasshopper, but because he's an augment of a grasshopper, he's like super strong. So whenever he was fighting henchmen, he would literally like like punch and like cave their faces in and stuff. And like it was super bloody and and stuff it was crazy but it was also super campy as shit because it's like still common rider and he wanted it to feel like 80s common rider so whenever his bike would engage there was like all this smoke that would come out the back like they used to do in the 80s and shit and it was all practical <laughs> that's cool it was it was really interesting i did not enjoy it as, as much as sheen ultraman but i loved sheen common rider it was super inspiring and also like seriously, go look up She Jump Heroes Universe because, like, they just unveiled. There's like uh, the final form of it is like basically they just like these four characters form like Megazord, and it's amazing. Goddamn, it's fantastic. That's I, I cool. Don't, I don't know how it works because like Godzilla is part of the Megazord and he's like so, he's organic and shit. He's, and it's, he's the base of the Megazord. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird as hell, but it's it's funny. Like definitely go check it out. Um, I think Shin Kamen Rider will probably come out on like Blu-ray and shit later this year. So yeah, they they haven't been taking that long to like come out. Mm-hmm. I think it's like three months after their their theatrical release. Yeah, so yeah, definitely check that out when it comes out. So and also if you can, I don't think that one's out yet either. But when they do release mm-hmm. it, go see Shin Ultraman because it's fantastic. All right, so that was our sparks of the week. Um, Let's take these and, and dive into some mental health. Um, Josh, a lot of people reached out and just, you know, want to let you know they send their support and love to you and your dad. So thank you. I appreciate that. I really um, do. Yeah. You know, er- everyone's been so nice about it. Um, and just, yeah. Well, I truly, truly appreciate it. All right. Let's start by uh, doing some homework. Andy, yours was to us uh, pass. You can't pass. You can't pass on this. This week's been pretty busy for, for me um, and the house situation. So I haven't had much time to uh, have time to kind of focus myself or relax. So I've just been playing Madden just to kind of blow off some Fair. steam and. Uh, okay. To get through this week because it's it's a lot of the changes happening quick and just uh so i just went to just playing video games to try to like block it out and i thought madden would be the easiest because it's just button meshing instead mm-hmm. of playing zelda because i don't have to pay attention <laughs> yeah i feel that oh, so i was getting close to get street fighter just so i could just more button mesh but i haven't pulled it pulled the trigger yet on the new street fighter apparently the new one's really uh really intuitive into like getting you into that arcade mode really yeah i uh, I, I played the demo and it actually is really fun i i would encourage you to to download the demo on ps5 and give it a try like they do a really great job of modernizing the controls and stuff and making it way easier to like actually pull off combos and shit even when you're in like 
classic mode. Like I was playing in classic mode and I was pulling off combos and stuff. Like it's great. Oh, nice. So I got to give that a try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how have you been adapting to these changes? I don't know. I'm trying not to take them out on anyone or anything else. Just kind of trying to keep them centered. Then just kind of use that frustration stuff into playing games and the hit stick a lot for players <laughs> to <laughs> to get the ball out. Um, I was like, stuff's progressing. Um, I probably should try to do some meditation, but. My place has been so so chaotic that I haven't had much time or quiet to just center myself. So hopefully this week's start looks a little bit lighter on my schedule. So hopefully uh I have more time to focus on me and uh worry about that and try to jump back on track and do more meditation and all that. Yeah. You know, and the other bit of your homework too was also, you know, to try journaling too. So, oh, journaling. Yeah. So, you know, don't, don't forget to like find a nice Andy journal and just. I got distracted and got equipment instead. <laughs> instead of buying journal equipment, <laughs> I got audio you're equipment. You're like, I'll, I'll, right. <laughs> I'll pour my soul into this instead. Yeah. yeah that sounds oh. all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. That's good. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're, Pay it forward. Homework is going to be the same. Try the meditation with the song, um, or or and then try journaling. Especially in this time of change and stuff like that, if you're just writing down quick thoughts and just getting it out somewhere, it'll totally help you. Just you know, in the long run of just you know dealing with with ish, because uh, sometimes just playing games will just bottle it deeper in, into us. Josh. I did not go to yoga. No? No. Well, I had I literally have worked every single day for the last like like two weeks. Like honestly, like two weeks straight. It's been crazy. Like things are very crazy for me right now. So and I was like on a job all day Sunday. Like we just yeah, we couldn't do yoga. We do have plans to probably do yoga this Sunday. So Okay, good. Good, good. Yeah. So I'm not booked for anything this Sunday, which is good. So, and now that you're in a full workload mode, how have you been doing? Uh, I've been good. I it's like it's a little overwhelming, um, but I've been good. It's like there's just a lot of changes as far as some of the stuff I've been doing. It's like like a lot of stuff happening at once. Basically, it's just new new settings that I've never been in, new like work environments I've never been in new obviously lots of new people that i've never worked with before which is always difficult yeah. so it's just been a lot of like kind of acclimating and just trying mm-hmm. to basically prioritize and figure out you know what's most important at this time what's most important at that time and just trying to get things done in a way that makes sense while keeping everybody happy basically so it's been good though it's been fun there's been a lot of really fun and interesting stuff so well good um have you been continuing journaling uh no not for a little while okay so i would say i would say just uh write down some of the changes and note how you've been feeling mentally and note on you know you being productive and in a work environment versus you not being in a work environment you know especially for personal projects and shit yeah sure cool and then mine was to uh oh boy oh boy uh it was to get my shit together uh and uh you know what i kind of did i've been making some moves and strides on like finding jobs you know outside of this job and that's been feeling better um I was supposed to be on the legal job tomorrow, but instead I am doing a, a commercial shoot. I'm going to be a DIT. Nice. So there's that. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I've, 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 I've been journaling. I've been making moves, but uh, the mood that I've definitely hit recently is a despondency. 
I'm just nothing seems to be paying out. Not, you know, not that things need a cash value, but I mean, just things just don't seem to be going the way that they should be. And that's been a little bit upsetting. Mm. Uh, so I just, I don't know. I, I just uh, am kind of at a loss there where it's like, okay, well, how do I make things have a value? How do I make things have have a little bit more of a purpose or something? So I don't know if you guys got any words of advice that'd be dope i mean just keep just keep trying to like um keep trying to push forward you know i know it's like as things as you said as they feel like they're kind of like not paying out as you feel like your hard work's not really being as rewarded as, as much as it should like trust me it it, it gets that point like that it, it seems like it it's pretty much like a light switch. It feels like, you know, suddenly things kind of start to sh like shift and suddenly, you know, things feel good. So just try to like, you know, be positive. Think about the good that you know is coming soon and stuff like that. And like, think about, you know, what you have to look forward to and just kind of focus on pushing forward to that and keep trying to, you know, find work, find, you know, a place that will make you happy and kind of go from there. Yeah, it's more of a marathon than a race. Mm -hmm. Like you're just at your first marker right now. So you just got to keep pushing through and just drink water, put band-aids on your nipples and just keep going. Put band-aids on my nipples. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you get the, bleed, little, yeah. Yeah, the bleeding nipples. So you just got to keep pushing through and uh, just keep going through this marathon. What is a, what is a, a, a figurative thing for for band-aids on the nipples do you put like band-aids on your, your how do you it's probably just that yeah you just literally yeah. put band-aids on your nipples yeah just literally put band-aids on your nipples yeah and just keep on running act as if i'm in a, yeah. in a marathon for wholeheartedly yep. yeah. uh fucking daniel day lewis this shit uh, we're going yeah. method you're going method. I'm gonna start dressing in runner outfits and put everything. a number on your shirt. <laughs> yeah. Start eating weed. But the, but the number has to be number one. Ooh, so that I mm -hmm. know I'm number one. Exactly. Self confidence. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, um, let's get into today's mental health question. What negative patterns do you think affect you most? I say for me, procrastinating. Like that's a big thing where it's a routine I could get into. If I'm not into something, I was like, I'll just push it off until later on when I'm bored again and I'll try to have or go back at it. But then I just keep pushing off and pushing off. And then it's like something comes up. And I'm like, ah, shit, I didn't take care of it earlier. <laughs> so then I'm in like hurry mode to get things done and get everything back on track. And then once it gets back on track, I'm like, all right, time to kick back again. And just wait. <laughs> so I know it's not healthy, but procrastinating and then also just crunch time. I think I just work better in deadlines and no it backs against the wall yeah. so i can't procrastinate on anything which is a horrible thing to do yeah definitely like if you have all that time like you should be using it for yeah i should use it wisely yeah. for things even if it was like 20 30 minutes something i could do little by little just to chip it away but so i was like i'll just wait until something asks me. someone asks for this and i'm like oh shit let me just take care of this for you and uh do it so i know that's one a bad behavior trait i have of, of that is uh procrastinating where do you think that stems from i'm not sure i know i did a lot as a kid too for projects i was i think because i was more of a latchkey kid so i didn't have anyone on top of me to do things until very last minute where i was like oh Tomorrow school, I should have that paper done or I should have this project and build something. For those of you who don't know the latchkey kids, it's just where the parents are both working and uh, and essentially, you know, the kids walk home, they have a latchkey and they just fucking 
unhook the thing, lock the put the it goes to the latch, the actual physical latch key, isn't it? Like the yeah, thingy from, dangle thing. Because it's like, yeah, don't actually lock the door, put the latch key on. So that way you're safe. And no one can enter your house and 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 kill you. Um, yeah, it was that too. Um I I definitely have a procrastination in me as well. So and I know where you're coming from with that. Um do you ever how do you combat it or do you at times I feel like I, I do where I'm like, okay, let me get up. Let me just do what I have to get done just before something happens. But just, if it's something I like to do or something I'm, if I'm into something that will procrastinate on it. But if it's something I'm not into or like I'm whatever about, I'll take my time getting there doing it. But if it's like, like for example, like this podcast thing, instead of just buying one thing at a time, I just bought a whole thing. You just went all in. I just went all in because it's something I like to do and want to do. So I did that instead of just kind of like, oh, I'll just get the like the interface and do and just wait a couple months or a couple weeks to get the other stuff. But instead, I just uh, went all out into it and didn't procrastinate on that one. Yeah. So. It just depends on my mood and how I feel on things. Well, I think that it's good to stay aware of your procrastination. Definitely in, in your future endeavors and what you do is hold on and hone that procrastination and start turning your, you know, the things you dread, not into passions because you'll never fully be able to, you know, who the fuck can do that? But at least, you know, uh, radically accept <laughs> your uh, your procrastination and and learn how to work with it. You know, work in tandem with it. Yeah, I have to do that. Yeah. Well, I, it's tough. You know, I I'd say my negative aspect is laziness. Um, I'm I just I don't know. I'm just built lazy. Like I'd rather just fucking sleep in all day. And then get around to doing something. And then, you know, if I'm good at something, I'm I'm great at it. So I can luckily finish things within a timely manner. But I, I think it also flows into procrastination as well. You know, uh, there's, there's a certain level of like, I just don't want to be doing anything except nothing at all. You know, smoke weed, play video games and uh, listen to music or podcast. And, you know, that's that's my sweet spot. But you can't do that. I can't exist like that. So I, it's a constant battle for me to just always push myself to always do something and always be a little active. Um, yeah, I think on my job hunts, I'm looking for jobs that are either half remote but not fully remote. Mm, that's a good idea. I feel like I do better in an office where I could talk to more people and then I get distracted. Like, I was like, I see other people working. I was like, oh, I should probably work or at least pretend that I'm working yeah. and have a spreadsheet open and then putting numbers in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like I thrive better like in a work environment around other people doing things, kind of what I'm doing and and I say focus that way. But I think being home, I have too many distractions with TV, phone, video games. Yeah. And everything else. So it's harder to keep my attention for one thing. I think you'll you'll find it. Yeah. It's just about creating that balance. It's always, always about balance. But it's it takes a certain level of self-awareness. You know, and it's always looking at those traits. Mm -hmm. And, you know, accepting those that we are that and learning to either coping mechanisms or just how to work with it better, you know? Yeah. Josh, do you have yours? Yeah, I'm actually, it's actually really funny because we've actually talked about mine before. I'm, yeah, I'm literally the opposite of both of you in that I do not know what the word rest means. I have no definition of that word. I literally just work and work and work and work and work and work myself to death and just do stuff. Like I'll find stuff to do. If I don't have anything to do, I'll go do the dishes. If there's no dishes, I will go vacuum. 
if I don't have any work, I will just find work. You know, I'll make work. Yeah. It's just like I don't not arrest. So mm-hmm. it's something that I've tried to do yeah, more recently, like, I guess, like when I had downtime, but that's true. But usually I have a dishwasher and then Roomba. So I was like, well, that's already been taken care of. So <laughs> I mean we have we have a dishwasher, but like listen, I don't trust dishwashers, man. I don't You're trust weird. them. I love a dishwasher, man. No, I don't trust them. Like I like to, I like to do that. When I'm, I'm old fashioned. I like to do that with my hands. You know, I like to see that crystal sparkle when I'm finished with it. I like to look in its eyes, crystallize. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, okay, so why don't you allow yourself to rest? I just like to stay busy. I don't know why. Like, I, I feel like I have to be doing something at all times. Like, I just like to be busy. What happens I if like you're not? Eat. I don't know. Like, I just kind of like, I don't know. If, I, if I'm not busy, I just kind of fall into like a weird slump of just doing something for way too long. Is that bad? Not necessarily, but it's like, oh, I'll be on my phone for like seven hours or I'll like play video games for like 18 hours straight or something. You know, it's like you find yourself lost in in whatever you kind of put yourself into. Yeah, pretty much. Do you feel bad when you do that? Not really. Okay. I just don't. I just don't like. I don't know. I just I like to be busy, so. And that's not a bad thing. That's Mm -hmm. a pretty good trait to have. As long as you know, you know, not to push your yourself to the edge and not to, you know, bring yourself to the brink of of nothingness or that all work comes before any sort of play. And that that just means, you know, either mentally your own play or with your, you know, partner and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I have a tendency to stretch myself too thin, so. Don't do that. <laughs> it's, 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 way, it's, way, it's way too late for that right now. Stop it. It's so far too late for that. Oh, man. Well, I think just be aware of that and, and learn to, to create those rest modes. And, and, you know, since it's okay to do, just make sure you limit them. Cool. I will do my best, but not any times month. No, I know you. You you had it. You're like making up essentially for uh, mm-hmm. time. It just keeps getting worse. Tell them to stop. I will. I will. I'll go directly to them and be like, "Hey, you you stop this. You stop Thank it." You. And Thank they'll you. be like, oh, "Oh, okay, okay, I got it." Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's let's take our our mental. Uh, oh no, kimchi's back. Uh, the revenge of kimchi. God. Okay. Go away, just, kimchi. Be quiet, kimchi. We'll just ignore you. Um. <laughs> okay. So we're going to take what we what we've kind of deciphered in our own mental uh, uh, roadmaps, and we're going to use that to go into our world building segment. We've been building a world since episode one uh, because we've all been creatively stuck and not doing anything. So we we're like, fuck that noise. We're going to create something cool. And we decided on a utopia and there's space travel and 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 uh magic and yeah, machinery machinery and fantasy races and under folk and stuff yeah it, it's been really dope i don't i don't know i don't think we need to do a recap this week i think the recap kind of bogs us down from create i mean unless what do you guys how do you guys feel about the recap i like the recap i think it kind of gets me back in that mindset if i'm okay. honest it kind of okay. re- it reminds me what what i'm trying to do and where we were at and then it just kind of like gets those gets the proper gear just turn it again 
Okay. All right. I I like that. I need I need someone to, out there in the world to also tell me about the the recaps because like I'm always so tepid about not tepid. What's the word? Um, trepidish. Trepidatious. Trepidatious. About you know recaps. You know, it's so, like in My Hero Academia, they would just do so much recap at the beginning. It's like Dragon Ball as well. Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. would also do that. Dragon Ball have the longest recap ever. It's like five minutes long. Mm-hmm. On the last episode of Dragon Ball Z, Goku was like running around. He was like, oh my God, I'm Goku. And then uh, he was charging up with so much power and Frieza was standing there. And Frieza's like, you're a dick ass. We definitely yep. said dick ass. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure I remember that episode. It was one of the band episodes. Yeah, yeah they don't show that episode much anymore. Mm-hmm. Let's see. All right, Andy, you ready to hit us with a recap? Yeah, it's hard to find. Okay. It. All right, here are my bullet points. All right. Crime v. No crime. Oh, yeah, that was a, the underfolk. Mm-hmm. Cults follow dark figure. Extremists yep. create crime. Okay. Uh, violence is human nature. That was a good one. Uh, seldom crime. In our world, there'll be no squeakers. Um, see guilds have magic guilds uh, for everything Sentai police force intergalactic police force uh, Ooh, ultimate evil I'm not done ultimate evil in the universe uh, ships, orbs, weaponry bots, Voltron groups the moons are the guilds and also the very best VR troopers as the real troopers, yeah, very real troopers are our cops. Yes, yep. I, that, that, um, that was where we left off. That was where we left off. Yeah, the uh, yeah. I bumped into two VR trooper shits uh, today. I found some VR trooper trading cards and some VR and a VR trooper Game Gear game. Game Hell Gear yeah. game. Oh yeah. my god! See, it was meant to be. Yeah, I almost be. bought the trading cards for you, but I was like, should've. Nah, I, yeah, I should have. That really send the link. <laughs> Oh man! All right. I got a ten-minute timer ready to go. So, all right. What do we want to focus on today? Oh man! Where should we dive into? I think we'll start the timer and we'll determine where we're going to dive into. You can start it. All right, starting now. Okay. Okay. I had. So uh, okay. So one thing I need to to caveat with the the matter synthesizer too is it mm-hmm. just can't make a spaceship. No. Like it can make it can make simple simple things and 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 food. Yeah, like it could make like parts essentially. You still have to put it all together. You have to like yeah. know what you're making. Like it's not gonna like they can't make like. A giant matter synthesizer and it's making all the complex machinery and shit like you still have to like make the parts individually and assemble it and it's still like a whole thing yeah so yeah because i was like for a while there my my imagination was like yeah the matter synthesizer is creating everything but then you take out the need for actual physical workers sure. um which i think is so valuable and important uh yeah. for this world yeah and we'll say, like, probably in this world, there's still, like, there's still a love of, like, handcrafted goods. Like, it's, like, there's still, like, a difference between, like, hand, like, hand-carved, hand-dyed leather and, like, synthesized leather, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, and also the Etsy store we have where people could buy designs for things. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And creatives. So we still have creatives. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because then we have the masters and stuff like that. And you can buy from them, and then you have people building the space machines and shit like that that take us into into galaxies beyond. Um, but we're still, you know, we have a Sentai force. We have the very yep. real troopers. Um, we have. So on our exploration ships, do we have like a Sentai force positioned as like basically just? Like guardians for each like like vessel. Yeah. I mean you can have as big a you know, a team as like twenty 
to a small team of five. It just depends on the vessel size and what the vessel's purpose is. Yeah. I think most vessels probably have like a team of like five. Yeah. I With mean, the exception the, of like big cruisers can have like 20 because yeah. it's like a Sentai is like worth like fucking 50 people by themselves. Yeah. Because they have like the magically imbued armor, they have the whatever. Uh, you know, they're also like peak physical human or person. Mm-hmm creature mm-hmm. uh and and they get to do that shit um i do like that we have mechs and shit like i I think that's very valuable to space exploration i think that's important to space exploration it's the best way to travel yeah you know ships that transform do they transform into mechs or are the mechs free flying uh they can transform Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. And some of them Let's are like see. massive. Like the cruisers are like huge. What's education look like in this world? Hmm. You know, are we just uploading ourselves into a thing and then we just get kind of all information sort of, you know, however we want <laughs> ingested into us or or do we actually go to a school because that you know that social construct is kind of so important they like a mixture of the two you feel like, like if you're in the capital school would be important but if you're like mm-hmm. in the outside cities where there'll be more like homeschool type of people environment or if you're like mm-hmm. in the suburbs or the under folk probably have no school Thunder folk probably have school because you know yeah. they're like the Thunder folk would still have school, but it'd be like more of a traditional school. But maybe like yeah, maybe like the capitals and like even like the outer cities and stuff. Like you get like general education like downloaded, but then like further skills have to be like learned. You know, like college, yeah, like college, then, like you have general education courses, but then you still have your like your major courses. You know, cool. Let me just sort of yeah okay I can see that and then or you can just you know forego not completely forego education I think there's like like we have now you know go to school for X amount of year then then you can guild out if you want to or you can yeah college. like that would be like yeah like general education stuff it's like I think that that stuff's important in a lot of ways just for helping build structure and stuff like into an adult. Yeah, I'd say that's his, that's his main real purpose, essentially. Like, you go to school, it helps you build structure and stuff, but you get, like, general education just kind of, like, plopped into your brain. Yeah. Andy, did you ever uh, have a come, come up with a reason for the rings? No, I forgot. They'll be the mystery. They'll be the mystery. Yeah. We just have rings on our planet, and we just we can't fucking... Yeah, I forgot about the rings. The rings are a mystery to everybody. There okay. are legends out there. Hear me out. Every- Let- Hear me out. I'm the listening. R- I'm listening. The rings are the reason we have magic. Oh. So but it's like. Lie. Okay. All right. So that's part of like the trans-dimensional sort of sort of you know exploration they're like mm-hmm. we're gonna dive deeper into magic and i think the the more and more you dive into the magic the more and more muddled it gets mm-hmm. and maybe the I more think, and more rings appear i think that's the secret that no one knows what the rings are but that's what the rings mm-hmm. are until something oh. happens and then it's like oh shit the magic's not working and then then people are like oh it's because of the rings jeez uh i'm kind of excited about like a meeting of the big bads like the the past big bad finds a way to like come back to the uh to the 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 sort of space uh big bad what else can we do we need man is there out in the outer wilds are there sort of savage sort of creatures as well too you know like you know are we, we talking about wildlife 
a general wild like, indi- so. like indigenous life, but like also like I think there could be savage people. I think there could be savage, you know, wildlife as well. I because I, 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 I think this world, you know, yeah, we have most of it tamed, but nature is nature and nature is going to do what it's going to do. You know, if we have fantasy creatures, we still have dragons out there and dragons are going to do what dragons are going to do. Yeah, I think having like like more like savage like wildlife and stuff like that's fine because we're gonna have like forests and things like that. Like we're gonna there's gonna be a natural order to the way the world is, anyways. Regardless, because you can't have utopia without like greenery. You know, like you need forest, you need yeah. you need nature to like be happy yeah. and live, basically. So it's like I think that's there. I don't know about I don't know about the people. I think that like I think we're kind of establishing that like yeah we have this big bad and stuff and like that whole experience affected the world like everywhere you know like it was like a worldwide experience yeah so it's so, like that. so it kind of it kind of unified the people so the people are pretty yeah. unified except like I mean the underfolk have their own sort of beliefs and stuff like yeah. that not bad but different yeah. you either get exactly. with it like I, or you're an underfolk yeah like well i think it's like you can you can choose to live this way or you can choose to live that, that way but they're they're still unified in their ideals just not in the way that they live yeah we'll say okay. like they were still unified by that whole like situation and you know maybe they still you know came to arms when it was time and still did what they had to do but it was just a different way of life you know it's kind of like how like the elves and the dwarves are in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, different ways of life, but you know they fucking find a way. Yeah, and everyone's sort of doing their own thing, kind of mishing, mashing. So it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're still dwarven capitals and still elven capitals, but you know, yeah, they run things differently. But that's all it is. It's just a different way of life. Exactly, we're sharing the world. I like. Um, what about witches and like warlocks? Are there evil magic people still out there? Because, you know, there's cults and shit like that, but like, you know, obviously magic runs rampant and stuff like that. Like, are there still outliers? I think every society, even utopia or not, is going to have outcast. Yeah, they're like dark arts and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Because, you know, we're tapping into, you know, uh, see what I'm I'm doing is I'm like, yes, we have a utopia, but that doesn't stop us from. Uh, oh, it's like a time is up. I'm having some fun. <laughs> That's time. That's time. Oh, man. So that, uh, next, next week we'll cover witches and warlocks and. And the potentially dark, dark magic, dark magic, and the oh, voodoo man. that they do. Yeah, the voodoo that they do. Uh, before oh, we damn. head out, I have a couple of um, letters uh, and such. I'm going to read uh, one that I read first, um, and then I'll read an email that I'll be reading blind because, yeah, no, no, where's. Yeah, so uh, over on on Discord, I got this nice message from us for us uh, from Karu Kido. Is it bad that you guys talking about this utopia and D and D stuff made me think of the exact kind of character I'd play in this setting? Uh, You guys are doing great, and I'm continuing to love this podcast you guys are creating. Uh, and then uh, they went on to describe their character a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to go into the whole thing because it's it's pretty long, but it's a healer therapist type person specifically because the utopia idea made me think of that. Um, but then at night they go to like underground fight clubs to get out their uh, their aggression. Yes, <laughs> that's a cool character. I like that. That's, that's cool. I like it's, it. It's it. fun. Like I'm 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 loving this. This is what I want. I want people to come in and just start filling little gaps in this 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 world so you know yeah there are underground fight clubs now in our our setting cool. uh, let me figure out how to jump over to this other mailbox i don't know how to do oh, here we go i figured it out 
effective here as Theo knows I'm bipolar and here in Denmark we get six months of psychiatric education on our own illness and what triggers it. Stress is a huge factor if not the biggest in mental health. For bipolar it's set it sets off episodes as we physiologically are missing a feedback loop which means oh god cortisol stress hormone there we go thank you and other hormones uh, doesn't stop being produced when the stressful event is over pushing us into either a manic or depressive episode so bipolar isn't just a mental disorder but a stress but stress also affects quote unquote normal people in horrible ways and i'll join uh and i'll join theo's therapist here and give a plus one to radical acceptance <laughs> um Distracting from reality constantly produces more stress as you aren't dealing with your issues at hand, but keep pushing them ahead and it will build up and build up. At a point, you have a mountain ahead of you and it'll be too much for yourself. Face the issues one at a time. Take time to recuperate, but keep it keep at it. You'll improve uh, almost immediately as now you're working on it. And that voice in your head that tells you that, oh, no, I also have this and that becomes a lot quieter. No, it no, no, it's easier said than done, though. I hope I can share some of the stuff I've learned. And I promised Theo to send my material I got from the education, but I've been busy with work. You got to translate it yourself, though, as it's in Danish. And I'm pretty sure Google has uh, some uh, real real time translation thingy. You guys are dope and I love you all. Effective. P.S. I can recommend Monkey Mind on YouTube and mindfulness before sleep. Even a guided meditation before bedtime can really de-stress it. Uh, it takes some getting used to, though. So Monkey Mind on YouTube. Okay, I'll give that a try. Thanks, Effective. Maybe I'll try it in meditation then before bed. Thanks. Give that a try. Yeah. 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 So for those of you who don't know, I'm also diagnosed bipolar. I can't remember one or two. I always forget. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, and then, then Effective and I go way, 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 way back. I found him on uh, 4chan of all places. <laughs> nice. We've been friends since like 2014. Love that guy. That's awesome. Um, all right, Josh, where can people find you? You can find me all over social media at Fearhead, P-H-E-A-R-H-E-A-D. Andy? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at R Andrew Sandoval. And you can find me on Instagram at Theo underscore Ripper. And Sundays at 11.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I am on Twitch doing art. I've completed another piece. I'm currently working on another piece. And they're all kind of set in this universe that I'm that I'm loving. So if you want to see this universe physicalized, I'm, I'm we haven't talked what the tech and stuff looks like. So I'm kind of imagining up on my own. I think we should get into that next week. But yeah, twitch.tv forward slash Theo Ripper, 1130 a.m. Pacific Standard Times. Come join me. Peace out, folios. Thanks for listening. Be well. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just because you're feeling a little strange. <laughs>